Welcome everybody to another episode of August Love Story. It's me, Tommy T, and my beautiful wife, Artika T. That's still so funny. Artika T. <laughs> yes. But it, it goes I, together. It I flows. I prefer to go by A-Town. It definitely flows, man. A-Town. A-Town. Okay. Stay down. All right. <laughs> <laughs> A-Town in the building. Um, This episode today, man, we're doing um about in-laws, like. Disclaimer, on my side, in my eyes, my in-laws are the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I have some of the best in-laws that you actually can have. Um, but no, this episode really is to kind to kind of um, go over some problems or issues that people, you know, random issues that you, you kind of go up against when it comes to your in-laws and, and Ways that we see how we've been able to have a relationship or. Or how we would get around it. Round if those. that was actually yeah, our issue. Because yeah. most of these are not. Yeah, most of them are not our issue. To us. And everything. So, um, yeah. And that's what the episode will be about today. So, how are you doing, like, wife? I'm doing swell, husband. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. You're I'm here. alive. I am definitely not quarantined, but I am also not going outside. Right. So definitely not going outside today. But um, yeah, so let's get right into it, man. So we was reading this article about um in-laws. Um, it was on the Bride Story blog, nine common in-law problems and how to handle it. Um, the first problem, um, my in-law is too controlling. How do you want to do this, man? Cause I mean, we could just jump right into it, but I feel like it, it needs to be some type of backstory first. About how this article got placed in your hands? Or no, what? just, <laughs> okay. I, I just felt like it should be a backstory, but Go maybe ahead. it shouldn't. Give a backstory. I don't have one. Oh, all right then. So <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so the first problem is my in-law is too controlling. Um, that's not something that I've experienced. I don't believe. Um, and basically, what they're saying, um, with the in-laws being too controlling, the in-laws just try to take over, have a takeover spirit, or wants to run your life as they would. They want to continue being the parent, even though right. you are an adult who is a functioning adult, a functioning adult who is married and hopefully not in their home. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I've never seen that. I have. Have you? Mm-hmm. I've never seen that with any of my friends or anything of that sort. So I. You know, I've seen it and I've I've commented on it to you, but I don't want to bring up the people that it's about. Oh, okay. they might possibly be listening. Oh, okay. But um, I will say that um, a lot of the times it's the mom. Yeah. And I can't not fault moms because, hey, I'm a mom myself. But it's I think the issue with being a controlling mom is more so that you always see this person as your baby and not ever as the adult that they are. 
Yeah. And that's a slippery slope because, of course, they will always be your baby. Right. But they are also an adult. So you just have to tread lightly. And um, I, I'm in a few, quite a few marriage groups on Facebook. Um, a lot of them are wife groups rather than true marriage groups. Yeah. But a lot of women have that issue with their mother-in-law saying that their mother-in-law wants to come in and dictate their household and how things go. And they just don't know how to get their husbands to put their foot down. And I think that that's an issue a lot of times, which I haven't had that issue with you because <laughs> with you, anybody can get it. <laughs> but that show, Man, that show up like, front. You make it seem like I'm just a... Uh... Just a, a rude guy. You're not rude, but you are very, very in your face uh, about the way that you feel about things. Yeah. So since you are such an in-your-face person, you say how you feel no matter how much it upsets a person, your parents included. Yeah. So just don't have to deal with that with you. Yeah. You got anything for this one? Nah. All right, we can move on to number two. Number two, my in-law is rude or unfriendly. Oh, my gosh. So we have definitely had this conversation about a family member in particular whose in-laws are very rude to him. Yeah. Um, It's like he can do no right in their eyes. And... For him not to be able to do any right in their eyes really sucks. And I just don't know how I would deal with it if I was him. How would you deal with it if if my mom or my dad's, I have to say dad's because I got two of them. Well. <laughs> if my dad or my stepdad treated honestly, you away. I, like I'm weird because like I would, I would still treat them um the same. I would treat them, you know, how I want them to treat me, mm-hmm. you know, and I would speak and that's pretty much what I, all I would do. That's pretty much how I do your dad now. Yeah, I mean, we had, You know, I just speak and keep going and when he does decide to have a conversation, then I have a conversation. Yeah, I don't try to push My dad isn't the, rude. He's just weird. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and I understand that and, you know, I feel like because my dad is that way. My dad yeah. doesn't talk. Yeah, your dad does not talk at and, all. And so, you know, I understand, like, if they want to talk. We can I, talk. We can talk. But the most they're going to get from me is, hello, and, and I'm going to keep pushing. I'm, I never thought about how similar our dads are in yeah. that regard. Like, they both literally don't talk unless they really, really have something to say. Right, right. Otherwise, they're both just sitting there very quiet. Yeah, quiet and wait their turn i guess i don't know know. (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah like that's that's the hard thing about our situation it's like we have well on my part i don't know how you feel about my mom and and my dad but for for your mom and your dad's you know um it's all love with your mom Mm -hmm. you know it is I've learned a lot from her and being able to have that relationship with her, that positive relationship with her has helped mm-hmm. us out in so many ways. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I'm happy that you guys were able to forge a relationship with each other. Right. Like outside of me. Yeah. And the same thing with your with your uh your stepdad. Mm-hmm. 
Um, just because, you know, in the beginning it was like he couldn't remember my name. Yeah, your name was Tony. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> but uh, you know, he, he came around and and it's so much respect right there with him because he's another he's a father to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to go to him and talk to him and ask questions about things that I have that I'm curious about. Um problem number three, my in law is still treating my spouse like a child. We kind of yeah, talked about that on We can kind of just go past that because the, I, I mean, like a lot of these issues, I would just, I wouldn't say ignore. You confront in the face. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I mean, like these, these are issues that I don't feel like needs to be confronted with the, with the, with the parent. I think it needs to be confronted with your spouse. Mm-hmm. And your spouse needs if to. If your spouse's parents are treating them like. Right, that. right. Absolutely. Now, mm-hmm. if you're the person who's being treated like the child, then you need to talk to your parents. But right. for me, I would not go to neither your mom nor your dad yeah. and be like, hey, stop doing that. Yeah. Because that's your fight, not mine. Right. And same for me. Exactly. I feel like it needs to be a buffer there just because um, comfortability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, I always feel like it needs to be a buffer when it comes to the other person's family mm-hmm. because the other person's family, you get more out of people you know. Mm-hmm. Well, not all the time. Sometimes but, I have to be your buffer for your mom. But yeah, but that's <laughs> but that's that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, it's it's you like more people are comfortable with the people that they know versus mm-hmm. and they'll take it differently. Absolutely. Cuz you can say the same thing being I can say the same thing to my mom and then you can come back and say the same thing to my mom and she takes it from you but then from me she wouldn't mm-hmm. or vice versa mm-hmm. most of the time it's vice versa but my mom is uh you know love my mom <laughs> <laughs> moving right along <laughs> number four is my in-laws too involved in my married life um that is a total like opposite problem that we have because like we don't see our parents. Yeah. They're so far away. I wish we were closer in proximity. I think we would run into a lot more of these issues if we were closer. Yeah. They're absolutely. Uh, and I most of the people that I see, with the exception of one family member of yours that I just brought up, um, most of the people that have these issues is because they live in the same city, state, mm-hmm. neighborhood as their in-laws, um, which proximity does create additional problems. Like mm-hmm. the family that we have here is very small. We don't see each other a lot, but I would like to think that we're very close. Yeah, Like your cousins are my cousins and my cousins are your cousins. Right, right. And we try to spend as much time as we feasibly can. Traffic just don't allow for that. <laughs> right, <laughs> traffic right. and lifestyles don't allow for right, that because exactly. you got to go to work and you got to sit in traffic to get to somebody's house. Mm-hmm. But we um we don't have the the involvement because we, of course, and this is my advice to most people, is keep issues in-house. Unless it's something that, you know... You need a sounding board of friendship, but for family, family definitely has a problem with forgiving 
your spouse. Yeah. Because if you have gone through and said that, if I called my mom and I said, Tommy did X, Y, and Z and A, B, and C and one, two, and three, she might feel a way about Tommy. I doubt my mom would do that at this stage. Yeah. But like, say I led with those issues mm-hmm. however many years ago we started dating. She would probably be looking at it like, why are you here? What are you doing? Yeah. And she would feel that way about you as well. So right. I think that a lot of it is you need to like pull back from sharing. Mm-hmm. Because sharing is oversharing is what creates those issues. issues. Yeah. Oversharing and then them actually seeing it. Yeah. Number five, my in-laws judge and criticize every move. Um Nah, doesn't happen. Mm-mm. I mean, like, if it did, if I was being criticized by everything I, I do, um, like I tell everybody all the time, everybody has an opinion about things. Take what you need, take what you can use, and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much you got to take that approach with, with any type of advice because at the end of the day, I feel like the in-laws feel like they're being helpful. Mm-hmm. When they could be, you know, actually just not being helpful at that point. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's two ways you can go with it. You can either say, okay, hear their advice and, and keep going. Or you can tell them. Yeah. You know, like in a, in a respectful way, um, talk to them about the things that you, you know, like, hey, stop telling me this. Or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Um, but just be open, but you have to have that relationship with your in-laws anyway mm-hmm. to be open to say, Hey, I don't really need that advice, mm-hmm. you know, or so, I'm still going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah, right. Right. So don't waste your breath. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you have anything to add? To mm-hmm. No, moving right along. <laughs> um, number six, my in-law is clingy and overly attached to my spouse. Um, so basically that issue is, is pretty much, um, saying that the parent is the one that's, that's being like a child at that point. Like codependency. Yeah. Codependent on their child to, um, to survive basically. Mm -hmm. Um, every move they make. They want to be involved. Everything they do. (laughs) Right. Exactly. They want to be involved. So, um, I mean, the best way to deal with that is to conversation. You still got to communicate with your parents about, hey, we're doing this or, you know what I'm saying? There has to be an, uh, I don't know the word that I want to use. It has to be a transition. That's the word I want to use. You have to transition from being a child to being an adult with your parents. And a lot of times, especially as black people, it takes a lot of time to build into that transition. Because a lot of black parents look at it like you are my child and you are my child forever rather than you are my child when you are an adult. And I think that a lot of it is dependency on each other for things as to what changes and how you can move things along for lack of better words in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I totally agree with that. Um number 7 
is my in-laws have no respect for my privacy. Um, if they don't have any respect for your privacy, they nine times out of ten don't have any respect for their child's privacy. Yeah. And that's how we arrived there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, the I had to deal with that with my mom. Like, she would open my mail when I was in school mm-hmm. or, or have mail there. Um, and I hated that. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I could do was just remove it from her temptation, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I got my mail transferred to wherever I was. Yeah. Um, and that is such a black mama thing. Like, you got some mail, I opened it. You owe these people $150. And you like. Why are you read my mail? Do you know that that is against the law and <laughs> I will report you? <laughs> <laughs> like It's like they just don't care. Right. But, um. You know, just the parents not respecting your privacy, man. A lot of that comes from when you actually live with the parent or, like, really around the parent like that. So, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, because I don't think you and I would ever, because my mom used to open my mail, too. But I don't think you and I would ever have that issue with our dads. No, not at all. Like, <laughs> at all, period. Like, all. my dad called me one time to say somebody called him looking for me. And I was like, how did they get your number? And he was like, I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. I thought you might be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like the extent of it. That's not. And that just happened like maybe a few weeks ago. Yeah. But outside of that, my dad has never like called me and said, you got something at my house or anything like that. He's just always been like, I mean, you figured out mm-hmm. you wrong. number eight my in-law is dramatic and too sensitive Um, i have that problem (laughs) your mama is a little dramatic with you yes yeah she is (laughs) just i won't say just with you but it is sometimes she's dramatic with you she definitely is i love my mom but yeah i mean that don't make any of us i'm dramatic right so it's like in that regard you have you have three dramatic women in your life well two women and a little girl because yeah. lily's dramatic too <laughs> but it's just like the dramatics don't bother me as the daughter-in-law as much as they bother you as the son yeah because you as the son like they bother you yeah and i just be like i don't have to deal with that yeah no nah, I, I mean like i'm getting i'm getting to a point to where now <laughs> I don't let a lot of things bother me, or at least I'm trying not to. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just kind of like let it fall off my shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, I sift through everything that I need and can use. And then what I can't. You discard. Yeah, I just let it go. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. Um, number nine, my in-laws try to turn me and my spouse against each other. Um, that's a losing battle for any parent. I don't think that's happened. No, it hasn't. But I just feel like for any parent to try to... I don't understand why a parent would do that, first off. Secondly, for any parent to do that, that should be a losing battle. Mm-hmm. Um, The husband and wife have to realize like they're moving away from their parents and becoming one with their spouse. So with that being said, it just, like for me, my whole thing is who do I go to sleep with every night? Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Who has my back in the in the situation that I'm in right Who now? Who do I have kids with? Right. Take <laughs> off the S. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, like those are the things I think about when it comes to making a decision of who to stick by. Mm-hmm. And it's always going to be my, 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 my wife. And taking the biblical approach, you got to leave. And cleave. cleave. It's my see, cleave. Yeah, I see. Claw <laughs> right there. <laughs> hey, but that's, that's the, that was the article that we read um, that pretty much talked about the nine different problems that you have with your in-laws and stuff like that. It's kind of hard. It's kind of difficult when you do have issues with your in-laws. So um, the best thing or the best advice I could give anybody that I would give anybody is to definitely communicate with your spouse um, the issues that you're having and also try to build a relationship with your in-laws that you can have that re- that conversation with them as well just because mm-hmm. um, for me what has worked I have been able to call my mm-hmm. in-laws and talk to them about issues that I'm having outside of my wife um, and been able to um, really build a relationship with them my own relationship so um more so of my wife like gaining a husband but them they're also gaining a son Mm -hmm. and you know and vice versa for my wife and my parents so um you know you guys if you run into issues with your in-laws talk to your spouse about it make sure you're open with your spouse because that's your first line of defense and don't start off with you know what i don't like about your mama no don't definitely don't do that (laughs) Because nobody likes, nobody <laughs> I, wants their mom to talk I have about. a friend that actually started a conversation with her husband like that. And I was like, and how did that end? <laughs> Not the way she wanted well, it Well, no, it, it ended okay once she got everything out. But it took a minute because they did a roundabout. Like, it was like a verbal boxing match yeah. of jabs. Like, and your daddy did this and your mama did this. And then they came back and they realized that they both had the same issue yeah. with his mom. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, I see where I you see were going. You, going. you just started <laughs> you, out wrong. You got you to gotta know how to fight, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so you guys just, you know, work work on the relationships, you know what I'm saying? Because just as much as you becoming one with your spouse, you're also becoming a part of their family. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's hard for a lot of people to grasp as well, that you are no longer, that's not your immediate family anymore. Right. Like that you have a new immediate family because people are so used to you being a certain way in that family setting. And then now you have to have your own family mm-hmm. and your own things that are going with your family so like it's hard for people to see you grow up and change and evolve and thrive definitely and especially when they've seen you as a child yeah they've seen you be completely dependent on them right and then completely independent of them right and sometimes even the roles change where they begin to depend on you yeah so um with that it's just it's really interesting to see the changes that occur, but you have to always like call your family out on it before you expect your spouse to call your family out on it. Because even if the issue is with them, 
they still like you as the spouse still needs to start out with, hey, mom, this shouldn't be happening or hey, dad, this shouldn't go this way. That way it's not a defense up against your spouse. It's like, no, I noticed this. So let me tell you what I don't like about it. Gotcha. (laughs) So do we have any listener letters for today? Yes, we do. So please send your listener letters to our August love story at gmail.com and we may be able to read it aloud on the show and give you some, I won't say great advice. Give you our at least advice that worked for yeah. us or would work for us. Or what we think would work. Right. So this is actually a statement and I just wanted to know um how would you they wanted to know how would you bring this up to your spouse so the statement was my cousin got upset because he found his wife is on tinder but the only reason that he saw her profile because he was also on tinder how should he bring this up to his wife Mm. so he came to his cousin asking for advice his cousin was like man i ain't trying to get involved in it (laughs) (laughs) so uh um they wanted to reach out and see what we had to say about it um i'm gonna let you go first on that one or do you want me to go i would just bring it up like obviously neither one of y'all like each other anymore (laughs) like i'm not saying the love isn't still there but there is something that the two of you all are missing from each other that makes you feel like you need to go find it on Tinder of all places. And I'm not speaking bad about Tinder. It's just ironic that both of y'all chose Tinder right. as the way to get out of this relationship or have an extra relationship on yeah. top of this relationship. So I would bring it up, but I, I've never been on Tinder, but I would imagine that if she, if he found her, she would also have scrolled past his profile. So they know. So that should just be a conversation. They're like, what are we doing and right. why are we here? So I would just bring it up because who can get mad if we both doing the exact same thing? Yeah, I, I don't feel like anybody can get mad <laughs> just because, you know, you're doing the same thing. Um, I feel like there definitely needs to be a conversation to be had mm-hmm. um, on the on the part of each other just because you, you kind of got to figure out Okay, what is it that you're missing if we're married? Now, if you're boyfriend and girlfriend, it's It's a wash. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it is what it is on that. But if you're married, you got to you got to have that conversation and and find out why are we on Tinder and what are we looking for? Mm -hmm. You know, um, because we know it's not a friend. It could be a friend, but I, why would you be looking ten, for a friend? Tinder, on Tinder is not where you go look for friends. Well, I don't know. I ain't never been on. You Tinder. go join a Facebook <laughs> for people in your city if you're looking for a friend. But I'm just, I'm just saying, it's, it's you figure out why you're on there, and I, I don't feel like that's the end of their marriage, or you know, you got to break up, or you know, you start searching for divorces. I just feel like there's a there's a void that you're looking for, and you must have that conversation with your spouse to figure out what's going on in your marriage and then you fight for it. Okay, so Tommy's on Tinder. Yeah. Artika's on Tinder. 
Tommy sees Artika's profile. What does Tommy say to Artika? <laughs> Tommy's silly. <man. laughs> no. Because <laughs> Tommy's not going to find that funny. <laughs> no, I'm not going to find it funny, but it, I'm going to definitely come to you and, and just say, hey, you know, I saw you on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Literally, I'm going to bring it up that way. And I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> saw you on Tinder. But like, but after that, um, I'm going to bring it in as a silly way just because I have to break the ice for myself because it's an awkward conversation. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an awkward, uh, awkwardness between the two because you presenting your spouse with something that you thought you were keeping secret. And it turns out nobody has a secret there. It's like both of you guys are doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. what are we looking for in in joining Tinder and how do we do this? Obviously a good time. Right. And how do we do this in an adult manner? Is it something that we can save or do we need to call it quits? You know, and so those are the things that you... You should have. You should think about. It, you should bring up. And uh, is Tinder the one where you swipe right and swipe? Yeah, up? I think so. I would swipe whatever way says I'm trying to get with you, and yeah. be like, caught you. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the worst thing to do because because at that point it's it's sneaking. That, that ain't sneaking. Well, I'm just saying it's like if I saw you on there, like I'm gonna like put it in your face that I saw you. Well, I'm just saying it's it's like. You, you know, got you secret apps on your phone. <laughs> Can you? <laughs> I think iPhones have like secret apps oh. or something. Androids probably do, but yeah. most people that I know aren't sneaking around and hiding yeah. apps and stuff. So I just, that. I just feel like, man, if you're on Tinder and your spouse is on Tinder, yeah, I got some Tinder problems. Y'all just trying to set up a threesome. Tinder Roni. I think a threesome is trying to be started. If both of you guys own Tinder. open relationships or would start threesomes timing not Tinder. <laughs> hey, I don't know. I Didn't know. we discuss this a we long did. time ago? We did. <laughs> so but, this is the second thing that can cause right, right. Tinder, Tinder okay. can cause what we say threesomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um <laughs> hope that helps. <laughs> Wanna have a threesome? Get on Tinder. Get on Tinder. But both of y'all gotta be involved. Um anyway. Okay. What um what quote you got for <laughs> us, man? So um You got I, something good for us? I picked the song that you and um our friend April seems to think that Lily enjoys. Oh, Lily loves that song. <laughs> she loves it. I don't know. Lily seems to just enjoy life and y'all just think that because she's enjoying life no, she she's a happy baby. She definitely likes that this that's song. her jam. So um I had a hard time trying to censor myself with this one. But uh, the beginning verse, this is The Box by Roddy Rich. That's what your shoulders do when you hear The Box. <laughs> Pulling out the coupe at the lot, totem F12, F SWAT, busting out the bells off the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Had to put the stick in a box. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That's it. This is funny. I'm done. Love it, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny man well guys i'm glad you guys joined us on this podcast this episode of august love story um this episode was produced by 3m media um 
hopefully you guys uh don't have to um go through those in-law issues man hopefully if you do have issues with your in-laws you're able to um really resolve those issues and and come and talk with them and mm-hmm. and talk with your spouse and everything and, and kind of build the relationship um, and while you're quarantined, just make out your list of issues and figure out how you're going to get past them. Mm-hmm, you ain't got yeah. nothing else to do. Um, you guys also, man, with this coronavirus and everything, you guys stay safe. Um, wash your hands. Wash your hands and do do whatever the CDC is asking you stay to do. Stay at home. Stay at home. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. That's my advice. Stay That's at home. Advice. Wash your hands. But, um, yeah, so what else you got? Oh, subscribe to the YouTube page. Mm-hmm. Um, August also, Love Story, August, the podcast. The podcast. Um, also, if you haven't already, subscribe to us on um, Apple, Spotify. Um, Google Play Google Music. Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe to us there as and well. And if we're not on the application that you listen to podcasts on, let please us let us know. And we can work on getting added there. Yep. Um, like my wife said, um, if you have a question or you want us to read your um letter or you know, your question on the podcast, just uh send it to our, our August, August Love, Love Story, Story at, at gmail dot com. And you can always phrase it as my cousin or my friend. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> follow August Love Story at August Love Story on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Instagram is August Love Story. Facebook is August Love Story. Um, my Instagram name is Artika. Tommy's is at I am Tommy T the third D A three R D. Okay, I like it. I like it. Or you could just go to August Love Story's Instagram page and click on any post, and he is tagged in there. And I am tagged there. So, um, yeah, man, you guys. Be awesome. Be great. And I'm out. Bye, guys. Peace.